Hi guys, Etienne here. Welcome to the podcast where you can listen to Max and I talk about anything and everything. Stuck inside, we have decided to record and upload a podcast to distract us from the boredom of lockdown. The lack of structure and the disorganisation is half the charm. Now, not only are we on Spotify, but we're also on iTunes. So those with an Apple account, I would really appreciate if you could go over and leave some ratings and a review. Hi guys, unfortunately in today's episode we had some problems with our guest's mic. It is a shame as it was actually a very entertaining episode with some great stories. It does improve towards the end so if you can bear through it and just focus on the stories rather than the quality of the mic as hard as that is I would be very grateful. Thank you very much for continuing to listen to the podcast and enjoy. Hi guys, That's and nice. uh, welcome back to day 16 of the Daily Podcast. 16, can you believe it? We're joined by, once again, an, an incredibly special guest. Please put your hands together for Molly Kenyon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is Molly. Molly, oh, how did we meet? Oh, biology, of course. Biology class, yeah. We were the yep. weird four in the corner that no one else wanted to talk to. Yep. Molly got us all ostracised when she conned everyone into thinking one of our exams. Was Don't. <laughs> Don't bring up. That's actually a good, good story. I think we should talk I th- about I think that. we should. <laughs> so oh, we had no. a, we, had, we had a benchmark, which are what Godman call uh, exams because they want to be quirky. And they think by renaming <laughs> something, they've made a concept by themselves. Um, so we had one of these, like, they're not like mocks, but they're not tests either. They're like somewhere in the middle. So you're meant to revise them and shit. And, uh, on our little group chat of like the five weird kids in biology, Molly, it was on April Fool's, by the way, that's the context. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Do you want to tell the story from your end? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I think I I was sitting next to my sister or my friends or something, and I was like, do you know what would be really funny if I, like, pranked our small group chat and was like hey the benchmark has been cancelled um <laughs> let, like no work and then so i did it and um oh, I was called, really you over you were so happy was lily was happy <laughs> you, you i i thought was so funny because you totally believed it and then lily or some or finn was like no obviously it's april fools like clearly and yeah. then and then it was and funny uh, and then being <laughs> And then it was just like a joke. And then I can't remember who I talked to, but I said to someone, should I do it to the big group chat? No, I think you, so said like, it, you said it to our group chat. Or if someone uh, mentioned it to you, you then asked us. And we were like, yeah, definitely, definitely do that. <laughs> Send it to like the class group chat with everyone on it. Who already think we're a bit ropey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Like, you still had some standing with them until this. Yeah. Yeah, until this, until this. Um, and then so I made it as believable as possible, the message that I put on. So I was like, guys, I've just seen Alex. He told me that because of, I made up the reason, like the benchmark has been cancelled. Wow. And then put it on. And then everybody was like, yay, brilliant, great. Oh. And I was like, this is going so well. This is going exactly how I planned. But the better it goes, the worse it, it will be in the long run, kind of thing. Yeah, and then I decided exactly. how long to leave it. And I left it about you, 15 you minutes. Left- 
You left it way too long. Incorrect amount of time to yeah, leave I it. I swear it was like two hours you left it. No, no, because it was in, it couldn't have been more than a double period, because I know I did okay. it in the first double period. I, so. Yeah, it was more than 15 minutes. Oh, God, it was, I remember it? watching all the replies come through, and there was so much genuine relief from everyone. Yeah. Oh, you poor fool. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then I said, okay, now it's time to, like, the jig is up. Like, I'll put in April Fool's. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's so awful. And then everybody was really angry. They were like, fucking off. It was so funny. Yeah, no, it was funny from you. You and Finn thought it was funny. And um, I think we were with AJ as well. And I yeah. was terrified because everybody so sent people... messages. So many people were like last minute cramming and they just stopped for like an yeah. hour oh. and a half. Yeah. Oh, so they sad. just lost all of their like last minute time. So do yeah. you guys continue to just study? Your... I mean, I think I was busy just laughing at this whole thing. So it probably detrimented yeah. me more <laughs> in the long run, but. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It was worth I probably just had just as much time like freaking out. But yeah, um, like there was messages like from someone being like, um, from someone being like, I, I was going to get up early this morning and revise, but I just lost all of that. Like, if I fail this benchmark, it's all of your fault, Moray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lily chimed in with, guys, I haven't done any revision either. It's fine. And everybody was like, Lily, you get A's and all of the <laughs> Yeah, she was the wrong person to try to defuse that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I was tempted um, to try and get some social standing back by going, I'd be like, what the hell, Molly? Not cool. I was really happy to revise <laughs> in this that, that um, would have been just too mean, Max. Yep, I, I wouldn't and do then, that, obviously. Yeah. Oh, and the worst bit was, um, and then I had to go to the benchmark. We all had to go to the oh, benchmark. Oh. And I, I remember walked over to get everyone giving you death stares. Like, yeah. like no one. I got spoke. an E. I got an E in that exam because I couldn't do any work because I was so scared about getting stabbed. Yeah. Well, um, Max told me that you you're a, you have a twin sister. Or... I do. She's sitting right yeah. here. Oh, <laughs> get a cameo. What What's it like yeah. uh, being in isolation with a twin sister? So it's it's like fifty fifty like great because um it's uh, we have you always have someone to hang out with and we watch movies and chat about things that are happening on. Netflix and it's because I always say it's like living with your best friend so now it's like being in isolation with your best friend yeah but I also have a tally at the minute that wait I'll get it out um it says number of times Harriet was a sassy bitch (laughs) every single time because she can be really like sassy and annoying so I'm just keeping a tally just so I can yeah you know Keep track My of how many times she's sitting right <laughs> she's there. She's a two-friend herself. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I'm also in isolation with my older brother. Yeah. Um, who is hilarious, funniest person ever. And we, we were doing hoots together yesterday. But he can also, he has the most annoying sense of humour as well. <laughs> so um, I think we just get on each other's, being around each other all the time is quite difficult. Um, yeah. I ended up throwing a tea bag at his face yesterday. That's so he pelted a lemon my back <laughs> yeah so. yeah for some reason it, isolation has just resulted in me chucking everything across the kitchen <laughs> at my, at my sister as well yeah my sister yeah and yeah. she's washing up uh, i'll just get like a wet towel and 
straight into the back of the head is the best place to put it. Yeah. It's the only way to keep yourself entertained, really. And yeah, but I then was she, she does so go. bored the other day. I went out and tried to like throw a ball around in the garden, and it's made me realize like two years out of like regular sport at school, being at college, mm-hmm. I've completely lost all motor control in my arms. <laughs> oh, so, like, no. It is disgraceful how bad it is. I was thinking because I thought you did sports, but then I realized, well, you, you do like running. Yeah, like not, not actual coordination sport. <laughs> So it's all yeah. just torture. Yeah. Are you going to join any sports teams? When... Oh, wait, are you going to university in September? Or are you doing a gap year? Uh, possibly. Now they Or do you have a no... bit, bit ropey. Yeah. But surely you still have to take the gap year because you haven't applied for this year. Yeah. Apparently you can like go through clearing, but I'm not really. But I don't think you can. Yeah, I think, I think you I've can. Just missed it I think below. you might. I don't do know. I think you can, because I remember talking to someone at like a university open day who said they had no plans on going to university, but just decided to clear up, uh, to go, like, to just call up clearing and just got in. But I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, might be a good yeah, idea, because everyone's um, gap year plans will just be cancelled this year, which is very yeah. sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a chance that it recovers by next year and that everything will be hella cheap. But, like, I wanted to go to yeah. Asia anyway. So there's a chance that Asian might get like half as expensive because the tourist yeah. industry is completely dead on its yeah. ass. So like they'll lower everything will lower its prices. But yeah, that's, so like, really that's a massive gamble to like basically of... give your life around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. The risk is so, so yeah. Cool. Speaking of, should we get the uh, daily case update? We should. Get the drum roll. So we are on one point four million cases well one thousand one million four hundred and ten thousand cases confirmed cases and then death wise we're at eighty one thousand which is an increase of six point four thousand from yesterday oh that's not a massive jump then uh, compared to yesterday's jump isn't yesterday's jump was five point three so it's okay, gone up so by a thousand it's big okay my and bad <laughs> in the uk we've gone up uh 3,600 cases and 786 and wow that's really fun deaths and we also have a prime minister who is now in intensive care yes. did you hear though he's doing better oh he is doing better that's good which I mean they kept I, saying. Yeah. the oh, question is he would can't... he be in intensive care if he wasn't prime minister I think he or would be because... I think yeah Getting the best care in the like in the country, oh, have to yeah. admit. Oh, so if anybody's going to be okay, it would be him or like the queen. I don't know. Um, but also, I'm like kind of skeptical of what the news places have been putting out because they kept saying that he's fine, and then all of a sudden they said he was in intensive care. So I feel like they might have yeah, been putting I mean, out what they thought was the best chaos, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. or they're just not telling the news places what's like in this kind yeah. of state because they don't want like it's a bad look for Boris to be out yeah. of commission isn't it for them yeah definitely probably yeah I would say it would cause like worry in the very least yeah but I, I do think that even if he was just a regular person he would have got intensive care because if he is actually as bad as he says he is or as the media says he is then anyone in that situation would have got that care Unless, obviously, they run out of beds, which is what we're trying to avoid. 
by staying inside for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost, I wonder if it will act as like a decent figurehead for the whole thing, because it kind of hammers home the fact like any, like it could be anyone. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And then also the sort of governing body, understanding exactly what coronavirus is and like what it does and how debilitating it is might impact how they run yeah, hospitals. Exactly. I know yeah, they don't yeah. really fund that. That's very But true. if you see what I mean. Actually. Um, if he can actually relate to the issue, then he's going to put a bit yeah. more stock in it, I guess. Yeah, and at least he didn't like run away from the issue and just completely lock down himself and not go to work or whatever. So it kind of proves yeah. that he's trying his best to uh, solve the problems. <laughs> right. Enough depression for today. Uh, no. <laughs> Enough coronavirus guarantee. <laughs> Do you want to lead us on with our next next segment, Max? Uh, I can do. And uh, what what would that be? <laughs> what what are we talk about? Well, you said you had a question lined up. Professionalism. Uh, okay. Well, let's have a chat about the. Oh, I had. A, this isn't what we should talk about, but I just want to mention it really briefly. I had the weirdest dream last night, and I want this to be okay. Because I know I don't like hearing about other people's dreams. It makes me annoyed, but okay, I like Max. talking about my own because I'm narcissistic like that. <laughs> It was so weird. It was a plane crash, but we all survived. It was, and my old science teacher was the air. What do you call a male air hostess? A male uh, an air host? Oh, I don't know. Host, I think it's uh, probably just host. Yeah. Why isn't everyone a host? That's Hoster. Hosty. Air air person. Hostino. Air steward. Is that it? Yeah, maybe. Stewards. Stewardess and steward. Yeah, let's go with air steward. But, I mean, that's the end of that part of the story, so I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's it called so a important. steward or an air host. That's weird. Okay. I've never... Actually, you know... in Asia, is that, have I seen male air stewards? I've seen a couple else. on EasyJet. Oh, true. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. It's a... Uh, or flight attendant is... Uh, oh, flight attendant. Yeah, that's the new term used for it. both. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't go for that in the first place. What do you think that doing that job would be like? Like, do you think that's actually because you get to technically travel the world, but I don't know how much of it you actually. I don't know. See. I have a friend who, well, a, fr- a family friend who works for British Airways. Yes. Yeah, and it just sounds like the best job ever. I don't know. What I feel does she like there's probably. The, is she an air hostess? Or. Yeah, so she's an air hostess who works like most, almost always in first class or like the oh, business yeah. class. She, she, so she basically, you just get to like fly the world and share, like serve a few like flutes of champagne yeah like, it sounds very nice but also if you think about it, if you've got yeah. basically you've got a month where you're working not non-stop but so how it usually works is that they fly they stay in a hotel overnight and then in the morning they fly back especially if it's long haul so that means you don't actually get to really explore wherever you are especially as you kind of have to stay close to uh, the airport and mm. then you, so yeah, you've got basically a month on whilst you work. So you might come back, uh, stay at home for a day and then fly out again. And then you've got a month off where you get to see your family and stuff. So if you don't mind being away from your family or loved ones or friends, then it's a great job as well. I think they get paid relatively well as well. And yeah, you are, that's what you are doing. But if you you can't actually spend that much time 
in each country. So it's not you can't really gain that much cultural. You Do might they be get able... air miles because you would rack them up, wouldn't you? Yeah. So no, you're ruining oh, the climate. I would assume that you just get. Like... Yeah, yeah. I would assume you just get like free flights. Yeah, you must like, get sometimes. some pretty like intense discounts. Oh. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Just something like... Just working company. through there. That must depend airline to airline, though. Yeah. How do you become yeah. one? You just apply. You there's, have to study a course for it. There's a British... For British Airways, there's a... Like, fly, flight hostess course that I used to... It, it was. It used to be like a program on uh, BBC that they basically just followed these three people through air hostess school. Or... No, sorry, flight attendant what? school. Um, no, they're really scraping the barrel of content by following <laughs> people through air hostess. Oh, really? <laughs> how, how long can we talk about air hostess for? That's the whole podcast. This episode is now tied to <laughs> an intense, deep study into air hostess. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's crazy the standards that they have to dress up to. No, but, you know, I, I mean... studied it in history, and it's crazy that, like, the regulation... They would only hire like the most beautiful women. They had to oh, be like unmarried. Yeah, they were five by the time they were like thirty-two. They had to wear heels and makeup and stuff like that. So hopefully it's changed, but it used to be a very like, I mean, not industry. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that like because they used to be able to you know state that on like job requests and stuff you used to be like must be this 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 and this and i'm sure like whilst they can't say it like there'll still be remnants of that thought process well, during yep. the hiring because yeah. obviously like, yeah. there, are, there are business benefits to that like it makes it unfortunately makes sense from a marketing point of view that you do want attractive hostesses morality and an eth- uh, like ethical issues yeah but the same yeah exactly hiring someone for some for Hiring or not hiring someone for a trait they have no control over is really very ethically dubious. I feel like that's pro- yeah. like prominent in any field of work, though, especially for yeah, maybe probably. women over men. But obviously, in the service industry, it's going to be a lot higher. Yeah, and like, as a, like, as a, oh, like as waitresses and stuff like that as well. Yeah, okay. uh, I think I'm sure it depends on like you know because if you go to I'm saying like if you go to Zizi's or something. Then yeah. you're, you know you, you don't. I'm sure that the hiring process is like pretty neutral on looks because it's not like this super executive, exclusive, high end sort of place. But if you, I'm sure if you go to like these really posh places in London, there's yeah. probably still remnants of people being hired on looks over skill. I feel like, but I think yeah, you always find it easier to get a job if you're good looking though. Yeah, just because you come across as more likable in interviews. Yeah, if, like, if two people have like the same skills or whatever, you're gonna get the job if you're better looking than the other person. Probably yeah. like seventy percent of the time, I'd say. Fun fact: and you're it's... more likely to get a shorter prison sentence if you're attractive. Yeah, I. Uh... Oh, and white, actually, that's a fun little. Snippet. That's a really good point. Yeah, that <laughs> does come into it. Oh, we love the justice system. Probably more so in America. They seem to have a crippling... No, I think we're pretty bad at it as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, we're definitely not perfect. Yeah. Um, But it's quite... I don't know. If it's a subconscious thing, like you're saying with the uh, attractive thing, I'm like... 
I'm sure you can get people who would come out as completely non-biased and objective in these hiring well, situations, but they might still make unconsciously biased decisions because of yeah. Like, yeah, like, evolutionary traits and stuff. Yeah. So, and also like upbringing with like media and stuff kind of putting on like yeah. that influence that some people are better than others in like subconscious ways. Yeah. But not so that, there's, Yeah, there's no like they they don't you you can have like subconscious or epigenetic biases that you're what completely you unaware huge huge words <laughs> blowing my brains out I, we never got to epigenetics before the school closed so oh, I don't know what we just is. got it uh, and it made my head explode have you heard of this have yeah. you heard of epigenetics session no all right so this is quite fun actually so it's the there's like a vo- relatively new thing that they've discovered like the last 20 years so it's the it's this basically it's the study of like your parents or ancestors undergo processes in their lifetime that can genet that can alter their genetics and be passed on, which oh, is yeah. kind of nuts if you think about it. So they got a load of mice yeah. and exposed them to a like smell, and then I think just hurt them or did something unpleasant to the mice to the point where if they got exposed to the smell, they'd start eliciting a stress response. So like oh, yeah. Pavlov's dogs, but with pain instead of food. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of contrasts Darwin's theory, doesn't it? Yeah. That everything's kind of genetic if it's in your DNA, whereas stuff that is in your environment, like nurture, isn't inherited. Exactly. But, kind of going but then, yeah, so they they reckon now to a small extent it can be because then the they, the mice gave birth and their kids elicited a stress response to the same smell. Yeah, had they been which in... obviously goes against like every biological teach law that like we previously understood yeah. i'm guessing they had been separated because otherwise maybe the rats could have communicated that if you yeah, saw no, this smell, they then... did they did all the control variables and stuff well to, as it sounds but that makes that's kind of links onto is that happening in humans because like if, if you have stuff like that happening in humans and like you behave genetically the same way your parents behave because they were brought up in certain environments it gives rise to like if your parents have been racist or displaying a certain misogyny their entire lives and you're removed from that environment at a young age you're still more likely to display those kind of tendencies even if you're brought up to not i think that's definitely true as like adopted children do have like there have been tons of cases where adopted children can end up very similar to their parents their biological parents even though they've never met i've not really done much i don't know much about the subject but i have heard of that being a thing yeah mentally on netflix all about that it's identical three identical strangers oh yeah yeah yeah. have you seen it i've watched i think half of it or something because it got put onto youtube like what's genetic and what's the environment that you're in yeah very interesting with Griffin. i think it's interesting when you've known someone for quite a while and not met their parents and then when you meet their parents and you see so much of you see so much of uh peter in them (laughs) oh you really do yeah but it's like it's not kind of at first it's in like the smaller yeah like small manner yeah the way they speak Um, and like 
gestures and yeah like that and i think in the last year i've kind of started to notice it myself quite a lot it's... oh yeah no it's scary it's scary I'm yeah def- it kind I of is isn't it? <laughs> you're like no no <laughs> don't do it to me <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is, I always get told I look, I know this is kind of slightly off, but I always get told I look exactly like my dad, which is great for me. But then I saw pictures of him when he was like 17, and it's literally my face. Like, oh, that's as scary. Set, like, as, and mm. it's just so crazy. Like, if you see pictures of my dad when he was younger, it's just my face. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. Let's try and find out. What were we talking about before? Well, no, we kind of um, finished what we were talking about. So. Yeah, I think we okay. could probably go into like a new topic. I'll just scream pop doms or bread then. No. Um, <laughs> so, what should we have a chat about? Oh, oh yeah. Why do you always ask about pop doms or bread? Because uh, it's... Uh, a James Acaster has a podcast where they talk about food, and the first thing he does is just scream pop doms or bread at his guest <laughs> really aggressively to freak them out. <laughs> I was listening because I was trying to find your podcast, and I was listening to that a little bit of that one. It was good. Yeah, I think it's weird how his style of comedy is still very funny, but it's very different when he's not in kind of mm. weird stand-up mode. Yeah, I don't know. I loved him on Taskmaster. Uh, Taskmaster he does is well actually in good. Moments where he can like bounce off other people. Yeah, like um, mock the week was also he was good on that. Yeah, he's great on stuff like that. Taskmaster is such a clever idea for a show. It I is. agree. Like it's just so ingenious. Do you know? I still have the my parents got me the book, the Taskmaster book for Christmas. Ooh. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Well, I guess I can guess what it is. Does it contain just like all the loads tasks? of tasks? And they also got me a Greg Davies mask. Oh, Greg Davies is great. <laughs> so you're playing the Taskmaster in your family, I guess. Yeah, but we actually haven't used it yet. So I'm just. I was always we always said I was going to use it when we went to Amsterdam, which you know. <laughs> My sister's actually. Uh, she's actually met Greg Davies on the train before. Really, I kind of love him. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur met Dara Brian in an airport, but was too scared to go and say anything, so he was just kind of watching from afar. For, yeah, no, Gassy did... one of my favourite stories. Like, Gassy did that, but with a ninja, the Fortnite streamer. <laughs> he, like, filmed... He, run into ninja. He, he filmed just at the airport, but he was filming him walking behind him, like, 20 metres for, like, a good 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> That's so, like, if I was a celebrity, that's the kind of stuff that would make me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did that. Do you remember Thatcher Joe? Like, Joe Suck, oh, no. the YouTuber. I, yeah. yeah. I did that with him. I, like, <laughs> followed him around a little bit because he saw him in London. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. I'm a 13 year old. I used to watch too much of him. I really liked his pranks, but apart from that, his content wasn't amazing. But his, did you just watch? You did you watch really... him on Great British Bake Off by any chance just recently? No, but my sister told me how it. awful, like, it was with him in. Did he faint? Is he that what I want? Yeah, not how awful it was, but just how he, how much, yeah, how he just faints. What was it? Oh. Why did he faint? Um, he cut his oh, finger he his, and yeah. he. 
it's sorry like, he, from him. I watched a YouTube video on it and it, on uh, him talk about it, and it's because he cut it like I don't want to go too grim, but he cut it in a really like awful angle, like through the nail, and it oh. said he just like freaked him out so like freaked him out so much <laughs> that he. That's so funny. <laughs> Fainting's such a weird natural response when you think about it. It's your body going, I don't know what to do, fuck it, just turn it off. <laughs> no, the, you know that you know that I fainted in the middle of a mock GCSE. <laughs> Serious? I remember you saying in, that. In, the hall, in the actual hall, I fainted. Do you remember like in the mock exam thinking, oh, that's a really difficult question, and then your brain just going... <laughs> yeah, my chemistry is so awful that my brain physically can't function when, it, when I see it. So, so the best grade turned off. I wasn't conscious for the entire exam. Yeah, no one like leapt out to catch you or anything. Just thought. Well, no, because because everyone else is in the middle of the exam. (laughs) No, because everybody was only the only the first few rows actually saw it because everybody else was looking at their paper. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then not too embarrassing. And then the rest, and then everybody else in the whole year saw when I was wheeled across the entire like playground in a wheelchair. Really, my finest moment of rugby. <laughs> that is <laughs> going out on a high note. <laughs> what have you have? Have either of you ever been ambulanced anywhere? No, have you? No, I really want to, but no. I've somehow you... managed to avoid major injury for my entire life, which is really surprising. Well, I just don't understand how if anybody's going to hurt themselves from doing something ridiculous, I think exactly. it would be like... like decided to light something on fire or something. <laughs> it's, I've done so much ridiculous, stupid shit over the years, and it's somehow not <laughs> resulted in grievous bodily harm yet. I've managed yeah. to be lifted, like, fireman lifted by an actual fireman. Oh, when? You know, like, as a demonstration, or was no, it? No, like... no, no, no. Because you know, um, I told you about that. Uh, like I got stuck in the bog in the swamp. Yes. To say to save me from that, they couldn't. They they didn't let me climb over a fence because apparently that's too dangerous. <laughs> so they they full on lifted me up, like over this fence. It was quite it was quite good fun. <laughs> but they were not impressed. That's such oh, a like. If you didn't get hurt during the whole horse bog incident, what it would have been so funny if you had just gone over that fence, broken your neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the coldest I've ever felt in my life, though. Basically, yeah, I can imagine. long story short, I got stuck in a bog, and with a horse, and there was water up to my knees, and I tried to keep because apparently when you get hypothermia, you stop thinking rationally so then i was like i've got to keep my horse warm instead of keeping me warm so i took off my coat and put it <laughs> put it on my horse and then i was sitting in a swamp and then i was like you know what my feet are freezing and it's because my shoes are wet and so i took off my shoes and my socks and i was just sitting i was sitting in a swamp uh without without shoes or socks or like a uh, jacket on Remind me how old you are when this happened. This was four years ago, I think. No. This is like... <laughs> I get that you weren't thinking rationally, but that's just entirely illogical. Just I'm made... no. Let me take all of my stuff off. No, the thing is, my feet were so cold, I yeah. couldn't feel my my toes. So I was like, uh, my, oh, my my my, my oh, thought process was just take off your shoes and start like 
trying to get feeling back into your toes. Otherwise, it's just too painful. I know what you like when you're in those super cold. When I was more of a like off off track runner, I yeah. used to. We used like a group of four of us used to do these races called brutals, which are like 10k and it's just mud and hill and water. Yeah, and they do one every year at New Year, which is on New Year's oh, that's Day. That's freezing. Which is the, the worst yeah. race ever. It's 8k, and then the first like 100 meters, there's this like 50 meter stretch of water oh, that for oh. normal people was like waist deep, but for obviously little runty me, it's like up to my nipples. <laughs> and we arrived one year, and we were walking around the course before we started running, and there were people with hammers and brooms just like breaking up all the ice <laughs> on top, so you could actually get through. Yeah, and you're because it's so crowded, like eight hundred people do this run. You're in there for like two minutes, and even that. Yeah, how long were you in the bog for? I was in there for probably an hour and a half. Yeah, so that's I'm mine is nowhere near as bad, but like being in cold water for like like not just cold water, but like really fucking cold water gives you the the biggest fight or flight. Yeah, like yeah, you go a bit mental saying like, I need to get out of here, at, like. And what was weird, so I was with my cousin, and for some reason I didn't, oh, my phone had broken, so I didn't have a phone on me, which was a mistake, you should always have a phone, but, um, and she's too young, she, she, she was too young to, like, own a phone, so then, she, however, was, like, amazing at, like, orienteering, so basically I was just, like, and she was, like, way fitter than I was, so I was just, like, she's called Emmy, I was, like, Emmy, run, go find some stranger, I'm like, can I phone, like, my auntie, so my mum. And so I was sitting there without contact with Emmy, not knowing if she was coming back, if she had found anyone, or if I was just stuck there for another two hours, which was kind of the craziest thing, was not knowing for how much Not longer. knowing the time frame of it. And it was getting yeah, darker and darker. Really Wait, but when was this? Time, was it? it does now make for a funny story. It was four years ago uh, yeah. on the 28th of yeah. December. What? <laughs> So pretty close. It must to not be traumatic if the date sticks in your mind like that. Yeah. No. All I remember is it was between New Year's and um, Christmas. It's in that weird like limbo period where time stops and everyone eats and drinks so much <laughs> that the days become a single blur. I've seen a few like, meme things that talk about how this sort of time is kind of very similar to that sort of. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because like, everyone's just drinking constantly. Yeah, I, do you know, I, I was cleaning out my whole room and I found three ciders under my bed because I had an emergency alcohol stash, like, oh, no. three years, maybe, yeah. maybe a year ago. If this um, isn't an emergency, I don't know what is. I don't, yeah, exactly. So, it's been a lifesaver, I'm not going to lie. But you can order gin off Amazon, so we're fine. <laughs> Everyday yeah. essential. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah, I've been quite good. I haven't been drinking that much. But also, because boring. Because like if you wake up late, then you don't have lunch, or you don't have breakfast, so you end up like eating very little throughout the day, and then you could have like one cider and you're gone. Is what I found I've out. Is the issue having breakfast at about one p.m. Yeah, and it's my whole sleep and like eating cycle is so messed up. I it's just I kind of lost all time frames anything. I think now's a really good time for me to do my nocturnal experiment and try and only be awake during 
darkness <laughs> hours. That would be interesting. But it would make good it for the I was gonna say you're gonna get really pale from not going in the sun, but yeah, I can't not get exactly. Paler. I'm pretty sure I got sunburn <laughs> two days ago when there was actually sun on the weekend. I was outside and yeah. I had my pale arms on on show, and it I could feel <laughs> the sun because I, I I'm also kind of like half allergic to sunburn, so I don't just get like sunburn. I get like these. Weird... What do you mean allergic? How are you allergic? So I get. A reaction where it be like my skin goes all like bumpy or lumpy where I've been sunburned. Oh okay, that's weird. That would freak me out so much if that happened. Yeah. And instead of like getting sunburned all like flat, it's like you know when you get sunburned, it's like just really dry skin, all flat and red. Mine just yeah. starts like going red in like spots, and then it just gets weird bumps. And then it's. Did you see me even burnt at Fra- in France? Yes, I did. Your your legs were Girl, that was. And Ben Howie. It's, it's and the ben Howie, King, cause Yeah, Ben Howie just had his. Sun cream on your leg. How his shins were just complete red. Oh my god, they just peel off afterwards. Because yeah. you, you, I thought in my head the logic was okay. I've got really hairy legs. That will protect from <laughs> the sun. It makes it so much. And looking almost looking worse. back. Centimeter hairs are not adequate protection from UV <laughs> radiation. Because <laughs> yeah, they're just sitting out on a kayak for like twelve hours at a time, just getting abused. Yeah, I've had days where sailing. I like when I was younger, I would have put on any sun cream. So I've learnt to put on loads of sun cream, especially if you're on water, because it like reflects. And yeah. You get, you get the double effect where it's twice as bad. Not not twice, but. I just feel like. I feel like every at the beginning of every summer in like April or May sort of time, as soon as the sun comes out, everybody kind of everybody gets burnt at least once before they realise that the sun can actually hurt you and you need to put on sun cream. I just feel like that happens to everybody. And it's crazy that we forget that every year over the over yeah. the winter. We just... That's true, but also I hate I hate 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 um putting on sun cream. I just hate the smell, I hate the feeling. And do you get someone else to do it? Uh, well, it depends who I'm with, but uh, that's part of the part of the group bonding is putting sun cream on each other. That's like the human equivalent of picking fleas out of <laughs> when monkeys like pick fleas out of each other's hair. Yeah, the human yeah. equivalent for that is putting sun cream. On. Have have Fact. you have you drawn any like sunburns on people or created sunburn oh, art? The, yeah. Where you just put sun cream on your hand and just put like a five star on the guy's back whilst he's sunbathing. And of it, course. It I mean, like you're a not pet. a real friend if you're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to try that now. Never, I've never even like heard of that. Yeah. Have you not seen where people have like their mates like burn dicks into their backs? <laughs> That's quite funny. <laughs> In between us movie they did that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How... Yeah, I remember you can, that. Now. I think burning's a good example of like a repetitive mistake. Can you can you think of any other like mistakes that you've made multiple times throughout your life and think like, oh, I'll never do that again? And then like a few months later, you're hay fever you've with done it again, itching my eyes. Oh, with hay fever. Well, there's definitely like repetitive mistakes, like not waking up early enough to catch the train, but that's not really the same thing. I don't think. No, uh, I'm thinking like getting 
too drunk it's one of those mistakes where it just has a cool down period of like everyone will repeatedly keep making that mistake but it's just the gap between yeah no it's because you want to push the limit it's because you want to push the limit i feel like he's also spending money while drunk so when you like go to spoons uh, you're like i'm casino. not gonna spend too much money this time i'm not gonna spend like and then you're like three pictures in and you're like can yeah, and buy it, yeah. <laughs> i could afford this yeah yeah and then you look at your bank account this morning and you're like oh you just spent three months wages on yeah. summers <laughs> yeah i'm i'm really happy because i only found this out like i've like six months ago but Barclays let you like block spending at certain places oh yeah so as soon as I found that out I immediately blocked Spoons uh, Casino and Guildford <laughs> no not, not Spoons I'm normally semi-competent in Spoons but yeah I was like do not let me spend any money there otherwise especially because it's so expensive there isn't it yeah they really amp the prices up uh, Max we have to take uh, Finn to Casino no I flat yes. refuse can Without you think of He'll why? listen to this, and he'll understand what I'm saying. I'm really sorry, Finn, but I literally cannot think of anyone less suited to Casino than Finn. Exactly, that's why we have to take him. It no, would be hilarious. No. We should, oh, if we're going to do it, we should go all in and take Lillian. Take Lily as well. Because oh. Lily will be a mess. <laughs> ben well, she is, but she doesn't even drink. When she, when she came to my 18th, she didn't even drink. So and then... mess. <laughs> I still can't believe uh, I haven't been out even though I turned 18 quite a long time ago in oh, February. Uh, I was around. When did you turn 18? Because something was going on around that time, right? Yeah. Well, like, I swear I was with you either the day after or the day before, but I've no memories of what it was. M- me neither. I think I was just like. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it Declan? Hadn't you just turned eighteen at the? It game? was before Declan. Oh yes, yeah, so it was Catfish in the bottom end, which I went to see uh, just before. Yeah, I, I was just like, come up to London and <laughs> after midnight, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, because then yeah, I been... then I went on holiday. Well, because then I went to Declan on Tuesday, and then I went on holiday, was skiing, and then for two weeks after that, I then had mocks, so exams. I couldn't really go out. Then I had two weeks at school, and then lockdown happens, so. Yeah, that's, Molly and I were lucky, because we managed to get, like, a good few months of drinking in before the lockdown. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I I really, really did. And I, I, but the thing is, I'm so excited for the clubbing afterwards. After Are you a, a pub or club person? If you could only have one for the rest um, of your life. I would probably say pub. I want to go to sleep at a lo- uh, like one thirty. I all my friends stay out until like three thirty, oh, and at one thirty, I'm like, okay, I've had enough. I'm that's ready to go home. That's the issue. I just because all my friends like live so far away from each other, we de- we wouldn't like I wouldn't have any way of getting home. So I'd have to yeah. get an Uber, but that's way too expensive, especially as it would be just me paying for it. I guess I could stay over at a friend's house, but yeah. I think I think casinos like you need to do it once. Oh yeah, least. no, for like, sure. Even if you don't think you're going to enjoy it, it's like a right like, passage. But oh, once time, one time we tried to book a taxi. We booked a taxi, and while we were doing pre's, we got there. We left the club at like three o'clock, and we went to go wait for it, and it didn't never showed up. So we called up, and we were like, "Where's the taxi?" And they were like, "Oh, it's been cancelled." 
So we were just like four girls stranded. Oh, that's scary. Going home little Guildford. And so we were like, well, we've got to go get a taxi. And then, do you know Klaus? Have you ever met Klaus? I can't say I have. From, um, Is he German? <laughs> Like wandering around Guildford trying to find a taxi and he comes up to us and he's like do you need a lift home I can I can let's get a taxi together we can get a lift home and we were like oh thank you oh very um, kind <laughs> quickly leave because um we don't know you <laughs> oh you were so rude yeah. enough to say no to that so you it had was... somewhere with all <laughs> cool well we'll get you up. we'll get you out before long yeah yeah, yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. So, should we go on to Song of the Day? Yes, let's... let's Jingle time, jingle... Song of the Day Do you want to start us off? Because you always go last. Oh, okay. Can we have a jingle, though? You're on the spot now, sucker. (laughs) Oh, jingle... We really need to get some jingles recorded, because us awkwardly screaming (laughs) down the mic every time... Wasn't it? I thought that you... You, hang on, hang you on. did like some technical music on, or was it? Yeah, it was you, right? I did M Tech for five years, but that doesn't mean anything. Right, one sec, ready? Song of day. There you go. I love. I love so much. Oh, I <laughs> love. Yeah, definitely. That's never been repeated. By the way, that's for this episode only. Okay. Oh, so we're doing a jingle every day. Did you recognise the chord progression? Yeah. What was it? Brazil. Oh, that means I've got talent, Molly. You hear that? I, I've never doubted it, Max. Don't worry. <laughs> so, I'm going to go for the song "Cash Machine" by Oliver Tree. Oh, another one I don't know, Etienne. Come on. I thought <laughs> Oliver Give Tree's us a description. Um. Yeah, what genre? A bit like rock. A bit. Yeah, indie, kind of like Rex Orange County, but like heavier rock. This guy's not indie though, he's got 3.7 million monthly listeners, so. Well, for you, that's basically <laughs> ABBA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never in ABBA. I had it on oh, my. Never. They're literally in top five bands. <laughs> I, I had it on my cycle yesterday just before I got my punch, puncture, so. Got some good memories. So you associate it with positive non puncture based. Exactly. And it was Molly. Was, I was going downhill, so I was going fast. <laughs> nice. Molly, what about Molly, you? do you want to follow up with yours? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've been listening to a lot of Lily Moore lately. And her song, um, I Will Never Be, the acoustic version, I've just been listening to, like, on non-stop, so. I Will, I, ne- I will Never Be? It's really, like, I don't know, it's, like, not cool music, but I just love it. It's not is it like, <laughs> like well Lana Del Rey esque. Yeah. Rey. If um Lewis Capaldi was a woman. Uh, that type okay. of music. Gotcha. Yeah. What's your song? What about yeah? What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go for Morning Glory by Oasis because I was screaming it in the shower this morning. Um and I thought I'd like, you know, I'd like to hear this rendition. No, you really you really wouldn't. <laughs> When we get when we get a Patreon, <laughs> yeah, okay. and you subscribe that's, to the that's Patreon, like hundred dollar tier. If you donate, if you give this piece of shit a hundred dollars, <laughs> then I will I will sing the entirety of Morning Glory by Oasis. 
Uh, Worst yeah. also in the shower. Um, the most impressive thing to me is they managed to slip a blatant cocaine reference past BBC Radio 1 and they played That's it like impressive. eight That's impressive. Only eight yeah, times. Wait, how old's the... How old's the... How the song? It must be pretty old. Uh, it would have been 95, so 24... Oh, 25 years old, Christ. You're an old boy. Old... That is not that old, is it? Nineties is like. Oh, you're making. Nineties like prime that was time. Bef- that was before we were born, so it is old. I, yeah, I don't know. Anything There's a good argument for nineties. Gen Z is too old. Yeah, there were a lot of good bands kicking around back then in the UK. I think yeah. America was a bit shit in the nineties. I can't think of an American nineties <laughs> band that I like. Oh, Nirvana. I guess. Oh yeah, Nirvana. And I guess Foo Fighters started around then, but they're not great. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, I saw them live, and I was like, is this, what's all the hype? <laughs> all the fucking boomers. Oh, you're your podcast so... many hate comments now. <laughs> right, we're leaving to go get drunk. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> even even Etienne left for that. It must have been bad. No, no, we were at Bastille. Oh, that's oh I, I left to go. And I was screaming the words to Pompeii. It was the best moment of my it life. It was great. I I wish that Bastille had done more um of their older songs because they they yeah. kept it quite yeah. Yeah. I guess they've got albums to sell, haven't they? But the uh, yeah, what's that... it? Good grief with the like the like woman's voice in the intro. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember Joey <laughs> looking over to me and limp syncing that almost word for word. So, what do you little maniacs want to go and do? And I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Molly. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> we'll have to get you back on for some more Reading-based banter. I would be happy to come on. We would have yeah. talked about it a bit more, but we rambled on a bit too much about it yesterday. yesterday. So try and avoid that for a while. Oh. Excellent. Thanks for joining us. Thank Cheers you for hosting very, us very much for being here. And thank Bye. you for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hi guys, Max here. I'm just here to say that now we're uploading these episodes online, we thought it would be a good idea to get some more interaction with you guys. We have created an email for any questions you want us to answer or anything you'd like us to talk about. The email address is stuckinsidemail at gmail.com, all lowercase. That's stuckinsidemail at gmail.com. We're starting with an email as we think it's the most direct way you can contact us, but if the podcast continues to grow, I'm sure we can start utilising other forms of social media. Thanks for your continued support by listening to our podcast. It'd really help if you could give us a follow on Spotify or leave a review on whichever site you're using. Make sure it's five stars, though. Thanks again, and screw you, Etienne. Now I'll have the last word on every podcast. Bye, guys.